the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Greetings, pop pickers. Okay, then let's take a look at this week in music history, October 3rd until 7th. There is a lot to get through this week, a very, very busy week in music history. For example, it was this week back in 1992. Now talk about a deafening silence. Sinead O'Connor made headlines around the world for a television appearance. Do you know of which I speak? Elton in 1973 gave us album number seven. And in 2020, two years ago this week, we lost Eddie Van Halen. In fact, though, we'll start back in 1992 when Sinead O'Connor was on the comedy Laugh-A-Minute show Saturday Night Live, SNL. She performed and then ripped up a photograph of Pope John Paul of good over evil fight the real enemy seriously that silence is the reaction it's just like nobody knows where to go where to look what to do point made 1970 on this week Janis Joplin was found dead in a hotel in Hollywood after an accidental heroin overdose. She was quite the woman. Here she is on a US talk show after coming home from a tour in Europe. I went to Europe yeah. and played over there about a month. Scared him to death, I think. <laughs> Did you have fun? No, I had a terrible time. Did you really? You Everybody hate- really gets loose and nobody rocks over there. They're all so cerebral. They're very cerebral. This week, back in 1975, Pink Floyd were number one on the album charts with Wish You Were Here. This was the album that would feature a tribute to their fallen member, well, a member who went off the rails. He would still be around for a long time. But poor old Sid Barrett, huh? Schizophrenia or any sort of mental illness at the time. Um, and it's very easy with hindsight to look back and think well we could have done this or we could have done that but at the time we just got on with uh, the job in hand 1982 40 years ago the smiths made their live debut at a place called the ritz in manchester this is the only known performance of a song called suffer little children This week in 2019, the Beatles and the Abbey Road album were back at number one 50 years after it first had topped the album charts. Why? Well, a big expanded anniversary edition put it back on the charts. I spoke with Beatles engineer Jeff Emmerich at Abbey Road about working with the boys over all of those years. Did they know how important they were at that stage or how important they would become? Did they know at that stage? No, I mean, I think up to Revolver, when we started to do Revolver musically, um, every, everything sort of changed from that moment on for the, for the for years to come. And then that's the importance started to, 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 to you know, s- settle into their, their, themselves a, 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 because of the complexity of the way we were recording the music because no yeah. one had recorded music like that, yeah. especially Tomorrow Never Knows. So yeah. it was becoming important wow. from, 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 that, from that, that sort of 
stage, I guess, and because then, then Sergeant Pepper was a development of, of uh, that. Yeah. It's very complex. 1973 this week, Elton John gave us his seventh studio album, the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. He's still out on the Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour at this moment, recorded in a chateau in France. In a partially derelict chateau in the small village of Erreville, some 50 kilometres outside Paris, And it's indeed odd to find tomorrow's music being made in yesterday's crumbling splendor. Here, in very Spartan conditions, he and the group lead a strange monastic existence for the best part of a month, working by night and sleeping by day. Within these historic walls, Tomorrow's hits are being forged in splendid isolation. And still well able to give us that scream and roar, 1999, Roger Daltrey announced that The Who were reforming and playing some shows in Vegas. Ringo's young fellow would be on drums. Beatles stuff this week and back to 1969 and back to Abbey Road when Something written by George Harrison was released as an A-side Beatles single a first for old George For example, Something the effect that uh, Something had Yeah, that was a nice one 150 cover versions of that In fact, that's a good thing I bet you never heard the James Brown version James Brown Did you ever expect that song to... No, no. I wrote that in Abbey Road when we were making the White Album. What You know, the album that's called the White Album. I wrote it at that time, writing something. I wrote the main part of that, and then I sort of just put it on ice for about six months because it, I thought, that's too easy. It sounds so simple. It must be something, because once I got into writing it, the first change, da, 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 da. once I made that change, everything f- followed, just da, da, you know, all those chord changes. So I thought it must be something else, but it wasn't. 2019, Ginger Baker, the legendary drummer and madman, co-founder of the band Cream. He died at the age of 80. Have you ever seen that movie, Beware of Mr. Baker? Johnny Rotten was involved in that, and he says... This film is about Ginger Baker, a man who stands for something in life that probably most of you do not. Love and appreciate, no matter how awkward this character may appear to you. Love you, Ginger. Johnny Rotten. I'm your man. Eddie Van Halen's anniversary this week. Two years gone, October 6th. Today, John Bon Jovi told CBS This Morning Eddie was a huge inspiration for his own career. Every teenager of my era couldn't look at an electric guitar and not wish that they could play like Eddie Van Halen. Guitar World magazine ranked Eddie the number one greatest guitarist of all time. But did you know he's the mastermind behind this iconic guitar solo? Eddie was uncredited and unpaid for that Beat It cameo. Back to 1967 when Cass Elliot of the Mamas and Papas spent a night in a London jail after being accused of stealing from a hotel. Her television and concert appearance that she was in London for had to be cancelled. But oh so nice considering everything going on. Were you rather hurt that you couldn't get bail? Um, 
hurt. I was very uncomfortable because I couldn't get bail. But what? I don't think I was hurt. What was it like inside the Nick then? It was very cold. How long were you there? About 30 hours. And I did think. they take all your possessions away? Yes. Including my jewelry, except my baby's ring. They let me keep her ring, which was very nice. Did you sleep well? I didn't sleep at all, thank you. But you? This week in 1976, despite many, many attempts before, John Lennon was finally awarded his green card. He was allowed to stay in the US, and sadly, four years later, he would die there. But at the time, here's why he was so keen to get us. We want to bring up our child here. He's born here. It's the best place to bring up a Eurasian child, right? Where else can you take one? My lawyer, Leon Wiles, is always hopeful. So am I. When they give it me in my hand, I'll show it you, okay? I don't believe it till I see it. I've said this many, many times. I, I have a love for the country, but simply, if it had been 2,000 years ago, we'd have all wanted to live in Rome. This is Rome, and I don't want to live in the hills. And that is a look at the week that is in music history, October 3rd until October 7th. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We do this little bit daily on the radio. You can find much more as well every single day on nova.ie. My name is Marty Miller. Good luck to you.